0: If you struggle with where you should be showing up in your marketing, think off of social media, and you're done relying on social media and the crazy algorithms and the changes and the trends and all of that stuff, I made a special quiz just for you. In just two minutes, yeah, two minutes, I'm going to share with you which core platform you should be focused on in your marketing. And hint... They aren't reliant on social media. We're talking evergreen content strategy, places where your content is going to live longer, it's going to be discoverable via search engine, and it's going to bring in more ideal customers with the intent to buy. In just two minutes, I'm going to share with you what platform that is. I'm also going to give you my top tips for getting started and videos which are gonna break down the strategy and give you some bonus tips when you think about scalability. This evergreen marketing strategy that I have used has allowed me to create content, to create a thriving online business, continuously grow my email list without ads, and sign clients without relying on social media, and I'm going to make it easy for you to do the same. Go to brandmary.com market, that's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com market, M-A-R-K-E-T, and find out the ideal place where you should be marketing your business. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. If you're like me you're probably listening in the car while you're going to the grocery store or target (laughs) i love my car time it is it is crazy if if you are someone who is a caretaker car time is precious time okay (laughs) so we actually have a joke that like the grocery store is my sacred space and I do love grocery shopping, but I'm starting to wonder if it's the car time to the grocery store that I find most sacred. It's where I get to tune into my favorite podcast. So if you're tuning into this podcast, I'm just so thankful for that. And I got a good episode for you today. Today, we're talking about content creation. Ooh, ah. So last week, we talked about launching, and it was a launch recap from my recent launch, Roadmap to Freedom. And one of the things that I talked, a lot about in that episode. If you haven't listened, definitely tune in because it's super helpful for entrepreneurs everywhere to kind of understand what's working and what's not. It's one of my favorite types of behind the scenes content, to be honest. But I talked a lot about marketing efforts that I used in order to have a successful launch. And one of the things I talk a lot about in that episode, and I think just generally here at Brand Mary. are the pressures of social media and how that can just feel like a lot for entrepreneurs. And actually next week's episode is all about burnout and how to avoid burnout in marketing. So there's like a trend here, okay? And today I wanted to take time to talk about coming up with those content ideas and how do we do that in a way that's simple? And how do we do that in a way where our emphasis is not on social media? Because one of the things that I think contributes to burnout, and I'll be talking about this next week, are the trends and like, the consistent posting and having to be on that comes from social media marketing. And now don't get me wrong. I love social media marketing. I use it. I'm on Instagram. I'm going live today on Instagram. I use it to talk to my community members. Like I still enjoy it. What I don't love are the pressure and expectations to be on all the time as a business owner. And if I decide not to be on my business suffers. And that is something that I realized pretty early on, luckily, in my business around 2018, 2019. And I wanted to have things in place that allowed me to grow my business without relying on social media, to kind of use social media as a boost here and there when I want to or when I need to, when I ultimately feel like it, right, but not have to rely on it. And so When it comes to shifting your marketing strategy and shifting your focus, which is something that we stress and talk about and teach and give the resources and the tools and all that stuff inside of Brand Mary Academy, content is at its core. So any great marketing strategy, in my opinion, at its core is content creation. And so once you can really master the process of content creation, I think mastering your marketing strategy becomes a hell of a lot easier. Now, of course, there are different things depending on the type of platform that you're choosing that you have to be aware of. Things do change. Even when you're not focused on social media you know, as the main platform, let's say you focus on YouTube, things shift on YouTube, right? The type of content that works on YouTube changes. SEO plays a big factor. Same with Pinterest video might be on a rise and static pins might not be doing well, blogging, like all of those things there are going to be shifts that happen. But from my experience, from using evergreen marketing for the past, how long have I been in business y'all? Seven years. I think that's right. (laughs) Seven years in my business. I've noticed that those platforms change less frequently and less like oh my gosh everything has shifted at one time madness you know like it's a slow gradual burn and it's something that you can like pay attention to and that's one of the things that i think makes primary academy so freaking phenomenal is i am tracking those changes because i'm on those platforms too and so i'm using them in my business i'm finding what's changing what's working and then i'm sharing that via you know digestible mini courses inside of the academy So if that's not your jam, like research and all that, that's why I created Brand Mary Academy. So you were up to date on those shifts because I'll give them to you. But again, they're not as frequent and just like in your face and like everything is shifting at once like social media is. So when we back it up, right? When we look at the core, we've got to talk about content creation. And this is the part I think so many entrepreneurs are just flying by the seat of their damn pants. And that is a problem. And that is one of the reasons that you lack consistency. It's hands down, if you can get a system in place, you will start to realize how much easier it is to actually create content. Now of course, there are processes and as you do it, as you show up, as you write more, as you record more, as you, you know, edit more, whatever it looks like that you're doing behind the scenes to get that content out into the world, your process will become faster. My clients always ask me like, how do you write a blog post in 45 minutes? Because I've been writing blog posts for 7 years. And when I first started, it took me two hours to write a blog post, but I was consistent with it and I kept going and I figured out where my time sucks were and where I could save, you know, some time and energy here and there. And I got better at my process. It doesn't have to be this overcomplicated situation. I think it really just is about consistency and continuing to refine the process. But at its core, your strategy is so essential. So today I want to share with you a simple process for coming up with 90 days worth of content. And the first thing we need to talk about is the strategy, right? Like you have to have a strategy in place. If, you're, if your strategy right now is like, I'm going to post on Instagram every single day, not a strategy, okay? hate to break it to you. If your strategy is, I'm going to write blog content, not a strategy. We have to get really, really specific with the little pieces that we're going to do because this is what allows that rinse and repeat model with your strategy, which of course, as I was just talking about, allows you to speed up the time that you're actually dedicated to content creation. So your strategy and systems are really everything, everything. And I talk about it all the time, but it is so true. And yes, your systems can change and they will shift and all of that. But like before you dive into really any project, I believe that we should have a system. Delane and I are working on, Delane is our operations manager, y'all. If you didn't listen to her special interview, episode 76, where we talk about how a VA can support you, definitely tune into that. But Delane and I are working on elevating our repurposing strategy. And repurposing is something that I talk about a lot and teach inside of Primary Academy. How do we take a piece of core content and we extend the life of it and create mass distribution without having to spend hours and hours and hours on the process? And the first thing that we are doing, like we know exactly what our goal is, but the first thing that we are doing, and Delena is leading this project, is creating a system creating a system for tracking what content is getting repurposed, where it is, links to the content so we can easily find that stuff, workflows for each of it, our weekly podcast will be getting repurposed, so we've added that to our workflow. So like your systems are everything and we do the same thing over here at Brand Mary where we say okay, how do we actually make this happen? How do we make this happen in the most simplified way and we map that all out before we get started. So the first kind of three things that I recommend are part of your system for content creation are determining your core piece of content. So again, I am not specifically talking about coming up with 90 days worth of social media content posting every single day. That is just fucking exhausting, honestly, and like unnecessary. And the reality that you would stick to that is just Probably not going to happen. Again, I'll talk more about burnout next week. So definitely tune in to episode 79, where I'm going to talk about that. But when you're focused on a core piece of content, and this core piece of content is an evergreen platform, bonus points if it's search engine optimized. So think video, podcasting, blogging. Those are kind of the three buckets, right? Video, audio, and writing. All right. Figuring out which one is going to be right for you and your audience. And starting there. That would be your core piece of content with the goal of creating one piece of content every week. It's typically what I recommend. Obviously, it's flexible, you know, bi weekly, or if you are really like, hell, I got this, two a week. Like you can choose your frequency, but at its center is a core piece of content at least one time a week is what you're aiming for. And so 90 days is only 12 topics, 12 pieces of content. It's like a freaking game changer when you're actually coming up with content ideas. And and people ask me a lot when it comes to my content calendar that I share inside of my various programs, we don't highlight or emphasize social media at the core. That is where we take that core content and then we... Redistribute it on social media to drive traffic to the core content. But that core content is actually performing for us from a search engine standpoint because it's discoverable. Because we're on platforms that correlate with Google, because we're using YouTube, which is a huge search engine, because we're using something like Pinterest to drive traffic to a blog, this content is also getting discovered by new people every single day, which is something that you do not experience in the same way on social media. So if you don't know your core piece of content, I'm so excited and you've already heard this and maybe you've already taken it, but I have a new marketing quiz available and this marketing quiz is two minutes and it will tell you the ideal piece of core content for you, your business, and your audience. And it asks questions like, what is natural to you? Where's your audience hanging out? What's your ideal work situation? What's your schedule like? So that you can very easily just say like, great, this is where I'm ultimately going to start. And I also give you all of my bonus tips on how to get started. Like creating your system. In fact, I give you my workflow for each of these things because I use video marketing, I use podcasting, I use blogging in my business, and I have workflows. And so I give you an example workflow for each of those things that you can simply copy and paste and then make your own. So it's like, <laughs> it's a gold mine for a content strategy. And you can take that quiz at brandmary.com market. It's B-R-A-N-D. M E R R Y dot com slash market, M A R K E T. So take that quiz to discover your core piece of content. So that's number one in your system. Number two is to then have a plan in place. Okay. So if you've determined your frequency is once a week, that means we're going to need to come up with 12 content ideas for, you know, 90 days. And I have a plan of where you're going to store those content ideas. So maybe you are an Excel person and an Excel spreadsheet speaks to you, Maybe, which is something that I share inside of Bramary Academy. Maybe you are more of a task management software type of person. I'm raising my hand over here. I totally am. We use ClickUp at Brand Mary to house all of our content. It's like our master database for all of our tasks, our projects, our launches, day-to-day activities, all that jazz. So figure out where you're going to house your content calendar. And I don't even care if it's an actual physical calendar in your office. I've done that too. In fact, I have like (laughs) four different places that I like to like put, you know, upcoming content projects. But I'd say the main database is definitely in ClickUp. Whatever feels good to you, determine where you're going to put those content ideas and then the third step is to actually develop a process for mapping out 90 days of content, so specifically 12 topics. And, and that's what I want to give you some tips on today. But I can't jump into the tips on you know how to come up with content ideas, because if you don't have a system in place, you're not going to actually show up and create that content. You're just going to have a bunch of freaking ideas. And- While I love that you are going to have tons of ideas, it's the implementation and the action that is the most important part. You having 50 content ideas that no one ever sees is not actually helping you grow your business. And having the system that we just talked about, super simple, but taking that time to develop that is going to support you in implementation. Now, there's another piece of this strategy that I'm not going to dive into today because I really want to get into how to find those content ideas, but creating a weekly workflow is essential. This is that rinse and repeat process. So again, if you take the marketing quiz at brandmary.com slash market, I'm going to show you my workflow for podcasting, video marketing, and blogging, depending on what result you get. And then you can take that and edit it and modify it because that kind of checklist every week to make sure you haven't missed anything that all of those key pieces of marketing are really touched on um, figuring out like where where things are taking the most time for you like these workflows are so so in- essential and inside of Brand Mary Academy we have a content planning blueprint mini course that actually breaks down this whole entire process step by step like nitty gritty gives you templates all of that jazz so We're going to be opening the doors to Brand Mary Academy very, very soon. I'm so excited. The end of this month, the end of March, 2023. So stay tuned because you're going to have an opportunity to join us inside the Academy soon and really master your marketing. But let's talk a lot about that process of actually coming up with 90 days of content. So for my clients, what I've really discovered over the past few years of teaching this, so I started Brand Mary Academy. I launched it in 2020. Nineteen. Oh my gosh, when did I launch Primary Academy, y'all? I'm just having like a brain fart right now. 2020. It was 2020. It's <laughs> like, where were we? What were we doing? It was 2020. Um, we we've been talking about content creation and mastering your marketing off of social media. That's been the main focus for Primary Academy for since the beginning. And so as I started talking about content creation and teaching it and over the years, I found that there are kind of two buckets that my clients fall into when it comes to you know finding their content ideas. Some people enjoy starting with what they know, all right? And then adding in the SEO on the back end of that. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. The other group really likes starting with the data and then going into the process. So This might be something that you have to test both, you know, approaches Uh, first to discover what's right for you. I will say that I definitely fall into the first bucket if I'm feeling inspired. So that's the other thing. This can change. This can totally shift for you. So if I'm feeling inspired, I'm feeling really aligned, maybe I'm like motivated, you know, it's a certain season of life where I'm like, yes, let's do it. I can come up with content ideas pretty easily based on what I already know about my ideal customer and my offerings. And the simplest way to implement this approach is for me is to really just sit down with pen and paper and write down as many content ideas as I can possibly think of. And I will sit down. I'll usually turn on music or I'll sit outside. Outside is my jam. I wish I could just live outside. (laughs) That's not true. Uh, Be outside as as much as possible. But... I will just sit down in a really amazing space and I will just challenge myself to think about either the product that I'm getting ready to launch in the next 90 days or just generally about my ideal customer. And I will just generate as many content ideas as I possibly can. And that always works when I'm coming from a place of inspiration. And then essentially I narrow it down to 12. I put that into my content organization, you know, my database, and then I run it through some SEO tools to just make sure that I'm choosing the right title and the right keywords for that content. All right. On the flip side of that, the other approach, which is all about your data or starting with data, I will use this approach when I'm feeling uninspired, which usually happens in October, November, and December (laughs) and in the summer. So I am definitely such a seasonal person. And having run my business for seven years, I know when I have like my bursts of energy and when I have my, you know, lull or when I'm just like not really feeling it. And I think summer for so many of us is just a time where things like content creation and um, things like that just don't feel as inspiring. And we, again, we'd rather be outside. We'd rather be enjoying our time and, and not sitting behind a computer. And so during these periods, I will start with data. And so I'm going to share some tools with you, but I will essentially use one of these tools to just generate a ton of content ideas. And then I will determine which ones fit, you know, my next 90 days and what I've got planned for the business. And then I will start creating content around that. So it for me, it's seasonal. For you, it might just be like one approach that works best for you, but those are kind of the two areas. And so which it doesn't matter whichever one you take, um, uh, they both work. Okay. But one thing that I really, really stress inside of Brand Mary Academy, and we teach in multiple mini courses. We have an entire mini course on search engine optimization for your website. We talk about uh, keywords for YouTube. We talk about keywords for Pinterest. We talk about keywords for blogging. like Understanding how to categorize your content and use those keywords in your title and in your content itself and in your images and all these different things will help your content get discovered, okay? Because you're ultimately telling those platforms what your content is and how you want it to show up in a search engine. So no matter which option you choose, you still want to use these tools available to you, many of them free, to actually solidify, you know, and get really, really... Clear on those keywords. Because one of the things that I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing, whether they're focused on YouTube or podcasting or blogging, is they're creating titles. And I hope you all cannot hear this. The freaking, I mean, I'm thankful for a tornado siren. Don't get me wrong. I live in the Midwest, but it's like going off right now. (laughs) I hope you can't hear it. But anyway, but they focus on like, Cute titles or titles that they think work, or, you know, like clever. And it's like, that's not helping you get discovered on these platforms. So, understanding keywords and how you use keywords and search engine is so, so essential. So, with that in mind, let's talk about some of the tools that I like to use if you're leading with data. Okay. If you're leading with the data approach, or again, Actually, either approach, you're going to need to use these tools to actually solidify some of the information. So, some of my favorite SEO tools and the ones that we teach inside of Primary Academy uh, depend on the type of platform you're showing up on. So, the first one is TubeBuddy. So, if you are using YouTube, I highly recommend that you use this tool, and we will put a link in the show notes for this platform, it, it, this tool. It's absolutely amazing. It's it's super affordable, in my opinion, for what you get, but it basically will allow you to do searches on YouTube and tell you how likely are you to rank for this, what are some additional keywords that might work better, um, what are the tags that you should use, all of these different things when you're posting content on YouTube. Those pieces play such a big role in the actual discoverability of your content, which is, again, what we're focused on with our marketing strategy. We don't want to just rely on our existing audience. We want to get in front of new audiences every single day. Another tool that I really love to use um, for just general SEO for my business is Keywords Everywhere. Keywords Everywhere is a very simple tool. Now, these are paid tools, I'll be honest with you, but they're so beneficial if you're a content creator. Keywords Everywhere is super affordable, and sometimes this is where my clients like to start because it is affordable. But Keywords Everywhere is a extension that you can just go do a simple search on Google and it'll actually tell you uh, similar trends that might be happening, similar keywords that might work for you, how popular that keyword is if people are actually searching for it. So Keywords Ever is kind of like an entry point. It's one of the tools that I recommend for site wide SEO, but it's a really great, affordable entry point. If you're ready to take it to the next level when it comes to content creation, my favorite is Uber Suggest. Uber Suggest is a paid tool. They do have a free option, which only limits you to a couple searches a day. But again, if you're a content creator, investing in your marketing is so beneficial and so important that, you know, if it's feasible to you, something Investing in something like Suggest can be really beneficial. And Suggest is fantastic for blogging when you're really focused on Google search traffic. So I use Suggest for pretty much every blog and a podcast that I create because we put all of our podcasts on the website to find out like what are the keywords. It will also analyze your website to give you some tips and different pieces like that. So it's a really great tool. You can go in, you can type in a keyword that you've got, and it'll give you ideas. It'll tell you how likely you are to rank for that and all these different pieces, which can be so beneficial. Now, there are also obviously like free things that you can use. So Pinterest is a great search tool. Now, one thing that I really want to stress here is it depends where you're showing up. For instance, I wouldn't go on Pinterest to see what people are searching for on Pinterest or how popular something is if I'm posting a video exclusively to YouTube because the platforms are different. The users are different. So you really want to, again, the system, so, so important, really understand your core content. Where is that going to be posted? And then use the corresponding tool that's going to help with that. So again, if you're using YouTube, I recommend TubeBuddy a paid tool or you can just use the YouTube search and just see like when you type in a keyword, what type of videos are coming up, what type of keywords are they coming are coming, because the content at the top, right, is going to be the content that's best categorized. It's the stuff that they're recommending. Now one trick I have for you when you are doing this, if you're using doing it on YouTube, do it in an incognito window because it will recommend things based on your previous Searches and based on your previous videos that you viewed. So, I always do my SEO in an incognito window. I also search for flights in an incognito window. Fun travel hack for you because they will push up your prices if you've searched for something consistently. Okay. Just another bonus tip. So, if you're using podcasting, now, podcasting, because of the approach that I teach inside of Bramary Academy, our podcasts are getting put on the blog as well. And so I am typically looking, like I said, at Uber Suggest or um, you know, Pinterest, because I do push my content out on Pinterest as well for kind of content topic ideas and things like that. Another fantastic tool that I don't think a lot of people talk about is called Answer the Public. Answer the Public is a fantastic content creation tool. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't necessarily categorize this in my favorite SEO tool because it doesn't give you, you know, search volume and your ability to rank. But when we're talking about tools available to you that can help you generate so many content ideas, Answer the Public is fantastic. And it really, in my opinion, it can help you get started no matter what platform you're focused on. So Answer the Public, is um, a paid tool, but they have a free search option. I use the free option where you get so many searches a day. And you can type in specific keywords about your ideal customer or specific things like I might type in branding or I might type in marketing and just see what the main searches on Google are, the main questions. You can see um, like comparison charts like this versus this, like what's branding versus marketing? What's the difference between branding and marketing? So it gives you a ton of really great ideas for coming up with content. And so these tools are at your freaking fingertips. And I see entrepreneurs all the time like struggling with content creation. And I wonder, I'm like, are you using these amazing tools that will spit this information out to you? Speaking of spitting information out to you, another tool that you can use is ChatGPT. Now, ChatGPT is something I talked about in episode 75, where I talked about AI. Now, I do not, I am not in the camp of using chat GPT or other AI tools for copywriting. I think Google's way too smart for that. All these platforms are way too smart. Social media, like they're going to eventually have these filters where, if, you know, they're going to be able to catch if something was written by a bot or not by a bot. Maybe not right now, but I think it's going to be in the works. Plus, I think when you use a AI to write your copy, you're just like depleting the emotional, human connection and personality from your content. But that's just me. However, something like Chat GPT can be really great at creating content ideas or generating content ideas. So going into Chat GPT, being super specific and saying, um, help me generate 12 content ideas for my weekly blog post that teaches on the topics of branding, marketing, content creation and starting a business for entrepreneurs who are making less than you know, six figures in their business. Be specific with it and see what happens. So again, like there's no reason why when it comes to content creation, you should be confused as to what to create and post if you have A clear understanding of who your ideal customer is, and you have that system and that strategy in place. There's so many tools available to you. Another, I'll give you two more tools, okay? And then we're going to talk about some other things that aren't like data specific, all right? I promise. Google Trends is great. I don't use Google Trends all that much, but it's really helpful. And because Google owns YouTube, if you're showing up on YouTube, it can be a really, really great tool to use. Uh, So if that works for your business, definitely check that out. And if you're on Pinterest, another tool that Pinterest provides is called Pinterest Trends. Now we've been using Pinterest Trends in my business for about 90 days now. I've used it sporadically in the past, but I recently started working with a new Pinterest manager. She's actually a member inside of Brand Mary Academy and she has been working on my account for 3 months now utilizing Pinterest Trends and we're seeing really great results with static pins. So a lot of people are saying static pins, just standalone images on Pinterest are like not working anymore, and that's not true. That's still the primary focus that we, you know, create pin images for. And when we're harnessing Pinterest trends and really riding those trends and seeing what's trending that week or coming up, we get more impressions and we get more clicks. So, if you're using Pinterest, that's a fantastic tool. Now, if all of these tools that I've been spitting out at you are like overwhelming and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I have to learn all of these tools," number one, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't just like with your core content, pick one and use it. Use it. Just actually use it and see what happens. And you can always add in more as you go. So which platform, which tool you use depends on which platform you're going to be showing up on, right? Going back to the systems. The other thing to keep in mind is that inside of Brand Mary Academy, we teach you how to use these tools, Right? Because we have an entire training on video marketing, posting YouTube videos, using TubeBuddy to do that. We have an entire training on Pinterest, probably the most extensive training I've ever seen. It is it is a lot. It 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 breaks down pretty much every single thing that you could possibly need to know about using Pinterest, including Pinterest ads. And we recently added a Pinterest trends video from my Pinterest account manager. She recorded that for our members. Uber suggests keywords everywhere. Like All answer the public. We teach you how to use these in the most effective way. So just keep that in mind because again, doors are opening very, very soon. So those are a bunch of tools that I really love to use. Again, we've got some of these tools like answer the public, Google Trends, Pinterest Trends. Um, Those are really going to help you determine like what Maybe what kind of content you could ultimately be creating, but really harnessing things like TubeBuddy and Ubersuggest, which are in Keywords Everywhere, which are going to give you the actual data to know what keywords to include. So again, it goes back to, hey, which approach do you want to take? Is approach number one, like, let me just get ignited, you know, and let me just like write a bunch of ideas or do a simple search and see where that leads me and then back it up with the data, choose the keywords and stuff after Or do you start with the data, and then you've got the keywords, and then it's just about writing the content and your voice? Again, it depends on where you're at, probably, and your personality. Some of my clients, when they lead with data, they start to feel like they're a robot, right? Because they're really worried about the keywords, and they feel like they're writing less authentically. They have less story. So the other method works better for them. So find your method. There's no one right way to do it, but these are the two most popular that I've seen. So I would say my top recommendation is always to start with one of those tools. They're there. They're available for you. They analyze data every single freaking day. Use that data. Become a better marketer. The data is right there. Okay? We don't have to guess anymore. (laughs) We used to have to guess about everything. We don't have to anymore. Now, a couple other things that you can do to come up with content, and I would say these kind of fall in the area of like... Let me just get motivated. Let me just get inspired. And then I can totally come up with like 12 pieces of content. Easy peasy. Number one is offer breakdown. So this is kind of what I was talking about before, where I'll sit down with like a pen and paper and I will come up with content ideas. I always think about what I am going to be promoting during that 90 days. And then I create content centered around that. So what i do is i do an offer breakdown where i write down like what the offer is that i'm going to be focused on my ideal client for that offer their main pain points right their main struggles what they ultimately want what my offer is going to give them and some top questions i think that they have again combining this with like answer the public can be really beneficial cuz then you've got the data of like what are people actually asking but if you've launched a program before or you've run it or you've had clients and stuff, you might not need to take that up extra step because you have that market research. And then what I'll do is I'll look at that information of the offer breakdown and I'll generate as many content ideas as I can. And I'm really focused on three key areas when I'm creating content. The what what needs to happen, um, what is happening with my ideal customer and creating content around that, the why, why are things happening, why haven't they gotten the results that they want. those are probably the main things there. And then how, how type of content. Because I think how type of content, depending on your audience, is beneficial, but you don't wanna overload the how type of content because if you're just teaching how to do things, then it it minimizes the effect of your offer. Now again, there's a fine balance between this. We don't want every single thing that you create to just be how content unless you sell templates or maybe um, like a done for you type of service. If you're more of a coaching consulting, you sell courses, things like that, how content is great, but you don't want it to take up the majority of the type of content that you're creating. Another thing that you can utilize is audience, right? So if you have an audience, you can look to your audience, you can survey your audience. Something I do pretty much every 90 days, I'll ask my audience, like, the main core pillars of my business. What are your top questions around branding? Where do you need support with marketing? What are your struggles with content creation, right? So I'm asking these main pillars and I'm asking them for content ideas. Easy, peasy. It doesn't matter how big your audience is. Now, you're not going to get every single person to fill out this survey, but even if you had 10 people fill it out, I guarantee you, you would have 90 days worth of content. Easy. You could probably even do six months, if I'm being honest. If you're on social media and you utilize polls or maybe you're using TikTok, you know, you can use, you can ask your audience and ask them to comment or uh, take a quick poll or you put the question sticker in your stories. A lot of ideas there. If you don't have an audience, then use somebody else's audience. All right? like You would be amazed when you create awareness around this that people in your industry are asking questions like this all the time. Like there are multiple entrepreneurs who also teach marketing and content creation who have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. I do not. And I'm okay with that. They have it. So when they ask this question, I just look at the comment section (laughs) and I'm like, great. These are great ideas that I can teach on because they're most likely not going to cover all of those. And then it gives me ideas that are relevant to my business. Uh, recently a um a content creator entrepreneur that I, I follow posted a poll about Pinterest specifically asking, you know, which of these topics is most important to you? Now, she has a huge audience, and so I know that these polls have a substantial weight to them. You know what I mean? Like a couple thousand people are actually filling this out. So... What I did is I voted on the poll so that I could see the results and see, ooh, what topic are most people kind of leaning toward? And then I made a mental note of that. That's something that I should teach in my own way as it pertains to Pinterest. So there's so many really cool ways that you can use these these other Entrepreneurs who maybe have a bigger audience than you use the questions that they're asking and see what their audience is ultimately asking for. Now, I don't want you to go down a freaking rabbit hole with this. Like, I don't want you to spend every single day. In fact, you should only be thinking about your content strategy one time every quarter. Yes, I said that. You should be sitting down and I'm saying should. I don't like to say should that often, but I'm going to say it here because I believe it and we'll back it up you should be sitting down either at the end of the previous quarter, right? When you're mapping out the next quarter. So like it's March right now, we're wrapping up Q1. So maybe at the end of the month, you block off like two hours to plan out your Q2 strategy, or you could do it the week of. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I'm not going to like, it's not as important as like exactly when it happens. But what I really want to drive home is that once you sit down, you use these tools available to you. You do a quick search. If you're using somebody else's audience, you pull your audience, whatever that looks like. You finalize the content ideas that you are going to implement. You've got your 12 in your pocket. You've added them into the task management software and you've assigned them a date. Now you create content. You don't think about what you need to write. You don't like it's already mapped out. Now you just show up and implement your week flow every week or every other week or once a month, whatever that looks like for you. And so these processes, these simple processes, can speed up content creation and really help you avoid burnout as an entrepreneur. And I hope that you are able to implement even just one of the tips that I shared today, because I know that this was freaking packed with information, but Come back, listen to it again, and know that even implementing one of these pieces is going to help you Streamline your content creation process. And again, a strong content strategy is at the center of a successful marketing strategy. And I want to make sure and I want to support you in doing just that. Again, this is something that we support our clients with inside of Brand Mary Academy. And so if you want to learn more about Brand Mary Academy when doors are opening later this month, you can go to brandmary.com slash academy. It's brandmary.com slash academy, and you can join the secret list. We're going to have a 24 hour bonus available. And if you join the secret list, you'll be the first to know and we'll make sure that you don't miss that opportunity to snag it. It is the best place for you to be if you are ready to master your marketing without relying on social media and you really want to take back your time as an entrepreneur to avoid burnout. It is a beautiful combination of teaching and trainings as well as accountability and support, which is something I find that you don't get a lot of inside of a membership because I've been a part of a lot. And so if you want to learn more, go to brandmary.com slash academy and join that secret list. All right, y'all, I'm going to be back next week. We're going to talk a little bit more about avoiding burnout in your marketing strategy, which is so, so important. So I hope you will tune in next week. If this episode resonated with you or spoke to you, please share it with a friend, post it on social media, and tag me at Michelle Knight Co. And of course, you can message me on Instagram with any questions that you might have following this episode, and I will definitely get back to you. We'll have a little chit-chat, a little chit-chat. All right. I'll be back next week with another episode. Have a beautiful week, my friend. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave your review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.